RAC's post-op podcast is brought to you with the compliments of the Royal Australasian College of Surgeons and leading financial services organisation, the Bongiorno National Network, the preferred choice for medical professionals across Australia. The Surgical Education and Training, or SET, program is designed to ensure surgical trainees become competent surgeons to the communities they serve. And those communities include regional areas of Australia and New Zealand. It's important then that key people in regional towns attract registrars onto the SET program. One such individual is General Surgeon and Associate Professor Matthias Wickman, originally from Germany, who has been based in Mount Gambier for 15 years. He's been successful with mentoring SET aspirants, including Dr Matt Watson, a first-year General Surgical SET trainee. Chris Ashmore asks Dr Watson what led to his decision to study surgery in a rural location. Having grown up on a sheep station on the Air Peninsula, I've always been interested in working rurally. When I undertook a surgical rotation during the fourth year of my medical school in Wyala, I was really introduced to rural general surgery as a career and what it could offer. Prior to this rotation, I was planning to become a rural GP. However, after this rotation in Wyala, I sort of began considering rural general surgery as a career. I then undertook my internship in first year as a resident medical officer in Mount Gambier in 2017 and 18, and here I undertook multiple rotations with the general surgical unit. And they have a great team of surgeons here and have really acted as role models for me as I have progressed through my training. In summary, I think it's a combination of my background and positive experiences working in rural general surgery as a medical student and as a junior doctor which has really led to me wanting to become a rural general surgeon. Well, being a country boy, obviously you have that affiliation of wanting to work in the bush, but uh, what would you say are some of the benefits, Matt, of living and working outside of a metropolitan area? Yeah, with regards to living in the country, I think that each region has its own attractions. For example, in Mount Gambier, we have the Blue Lake, the nearby Coonawarra wine region and much more. Port Lincoln, on the other hand, has the best selection of seafood in Australia, including Coffin Bay oysters and an unrivaled picturesque coastline. My wife and I, we both grew up in the country and, and we would like to live in the country long term. We would love to own a, a small hobby farm one day. We want our children to also grow up in the country just like we did, as we feel that raising children in a close-knit community will make them more well-rounded and balanced. I think that also working as a rural general surgeon or working as a surgeon outside of a metropolitan area has many benefits. The variety of work and patients that you encounter, this not only includes the subspecialties within general surgery, but also other surgical specialties, means that your work is forever exciting, challenging and fresh. I think that working and living in a small community means that your work can be very rewarding as you often have a strong connection to the community in which you work. I think that if you haven't experienced working as a doctor in a rural area, I think you'll never know what you're missing out on. Mm. Nonetheless, are there any challenges in the bush? Yeah, I think the wide scope of practice and variety is definitely something that's attracted me to a career in rural general surgery. However, I think it's also a challenge in that rural general surgery is a subspecialty that is difficult to master. I think dealing with this uncertainty and the new challenges that arise is something that definitely comes with the job. 
I think another sort of challenge is, is probably the limitations in regards to support from other specialties and facilities that are available in your hospital, and this includes things like intensive care and interventional radiology. Rural surgeons, they live in the community in which they work, and as such, they are very invested in the, the care and the outcomes of their patients as they may know them or know of them from outside of work. And therefore, I think perceived ramifications from a poor patient outcome can be far worse for a general surgeon working in a small, close-knit community. However, when patients have a very positive outcome, it can be very, very rewarding. Although it's a challenging career, I think the benefits far outweigh this. Terrific. Now, Matthias, if I can turn to you, you're from, well, half a world away, really, um, Germany, which is much different perhaps than Mount Gambier, what made you decide to practice surgery in a regional centre? When you come from Germany, you don't really get a choice coming to Australia. You know, you have to move into a so-called area of need. And at the time when we decided that a move to Australia might be on the cards, I didn't honestly had no idea about rural surgery. I was a, I think, fairly well-trained general surgeon, but with a, on a pretty good, clear path in, in a university career. And then for family reasons where I did just didn't get to see my kids and was basically never home, we said, we just got to try something else and see whether we get more work-life balance in another place. That's how we ended up in Australia. And Australia then basically has imposes rules on those who come from overseas where they can work and cannot work. And metropolitan work wasn't really on the cards for us. So um, Mount Gambier was one of the options we had. And it was attractive because of schools available in the area and in the town, as well as the proximity to both Adelaide and Melbourne, we found this was a fairly attractive place. But rural surgery was certainly not my career choice in the beginning, I have to say. It's different now. You know, now I'm a big advocate for it and certainly would like to see more and more registrars like Matt coming through who come with a clear plan to fulfill their life in general surgery in the country. Terrific. Can you tell me how you got involved in the rural surgery section? Well, once again, there is not that many people who are willing to do more than just do their job and go home and do their farm or whatever else the rural surgeons are doing. There's a fairly small group of surgeons, male and female, who are willing to contribute more and to make this well known to a lot of people that this is an attractive career. So I, I think there's a certain pre-selection of people going into the country who are not very outspoken and who are not very, they're not necessarily oriented towards the other fellows in their college. You know, they have their friends and their family in the country and that's where they live and work, but they are not really politically, you might call it, you know, politically active to promote their cause. That was certainly necessary. You know, we needed that. And when you start speaking, then people come and approach you and ask you whether you'd be able or willing to take on some more responsibility. I think that's how that basically happened. Yeah. Well, you're well known for inspiring local said aspirants to consider rural surgery. Can you tell me how you've done so? Basically, what happened to Matt, you know, you need role models who will attract young students, even high school students, into a career in surgery. And then the next step is to say, actually, my rural experience was so good and my background is definitely that I want to go back to the country that I'd like to be a rural surgeon. There are very few of those. I'm sure it's well below 5 to 10% of the cohort of registrars who even consider 
going into rural surgery. But if out of those, half of them end up in rural surgery, it would already be a great result. Mm. And for that, they, of course, need the experience. As Matt said, you know, if you've never tried it, you don't know what you're missing. Well, maybe an obvious question then. Why is it important to attract local talent and select for rural? Well, because some people are made for doing this. You know, I just got lucky. You know, I could have been miserable here, you know, coming from a big university hospital in the south of Germany with everything available, I could have been miserable. And a miserable doctor results has miserable results, you know, has miserable patients. So you want people who are actually keen to be here. And fortunately, I am keen to be and stay here. But people like Matt are, of course, the much nicer thing, you know, from the start, dedicated, know what they are up for. I had no idea what I was coming up for. You know, he knows exactly what he's coming up for. And, and they are more like him. We just have to get them at the right time of their career when they make choices regarding with regard to their partners, with regard to their, like, you know, where they're going to invest their first income and all these things. That is a critical time period. You know, if they start building a real estate portfolio in a major city, there's a small chance that they're ever going to end up in, in country Australia, you know. So these things need to be influenced early in a good way, just to, by showing different options, you know. And if we get students, high school students, and then young interns and early registrars interested and convinced that this is actually a good career option and a good choice for your personal life, there will be more. And you will have not miserable, but happy doctors and happy surgeons in the country. That's what we want. Exactly. What tips do you have for other rural hospitals? Well, make it attractive. Make it a pleasant time. Don't abuse people. All these things that you get away with in the city, don't try it in the country. You know, make it a very pleasant time for everyone who's coming, starting with the students and ending with the registrars. You know, be supportive. Be there when they need you. Listen and be aware of your own weaknesses and their weaknesses and step in when there's a problem. Yeah? Be around. We have a very flat hierarchy in the country and that's a good thing. We should really thrive on that and make that one of the key attracting factors for young doctors to come. How do you think this success can be replicated on a broader scale? Well, I think our group as a group of three to four surgeons is successful because we really work together. We have each other's back. We do ward runs together. We operate on complications together. We do a lot of initial cases together. So a lot of major cases, we operate with two consultants. So it's a very tight-knit group of surgeons working together and that can be easily replicated anywhere you know uh, having a close and friend friendly group of surgeons working together and I think that makes it a good position for a registrar to come to you know they know they can talk to any of us and they can bring up anything it will be always a group decision how to proceed and how to go along it's not a one-man show here at all and that that is a model that works very well we know I can easily go away knowing one of my patients, if he or she gets unwell, my colleagues will cover. They will be there. You know, you're never alone. And that's one of the big worries going to the country, that you might be alone. That doesn't happen in places like Mount Gambia. And yet that's easy to replicate. You know, you just need to form a tight-knit group of surgeons having each other's backs. Well, Matt, if I can turn back to you, how did you get involved in the rural surgery section? Yeah, I first joined the uh, rural surgery section when I was working as an intern in 2017 after reading about it really when I was searching rural surgery on the internet. And I've remained a member since. It's 
part of my membership, I receive regular newsletters, which really keep me updated and informed with goings-on in rural surgery across Australia and New Zealand. And I've been fortunate also to have been awarded the Surgical Skills Course Grant for Rural Junior Doctors in 2018, and also the Provincial Surgeons of Australia Rural Coach Grant, which has allowed me to or assisted me in attending the PSA ASC conference on three occasions. And what's been your experience with the training? So working on a rural general surgery unit as a junior doctor, I think gives you a broad exposure to a wide range of surgical conditions. And I think that you also have a greater level of clinical responsibility for your patients. And this is because the team of doctors is smaller with less hierarchy, as Associate Professor Whitman said. I think that this makes you more accountable as a junior doctor, as there aren't as many layers in the Swiss cheese model of healthcare, so to speak. I also think that this also means, given there's less hierarchy, there's less competition between yourself and other trainee doctors for learning opportunities. And whilst I've been undertaking rotations in Port Lincoln and now Mount Gambier as a set trainee, when I'm operating, there is often a consultant present for almost every case. And and this one-on-one coaching and mentorship has definitely aided the development of my technical skills. I've undertaken the majority of my training in rural areas as a junior doctor and now set trainee, and this has been of huge benefit to me for my ongoing development. You have committed rural surgeons as supervisors, Matt. How do you find working with them? Yeah, I've been very fortunate to have met passionate rural general surgeons who have really provided me with the mentorship and support throughout the whole of my training. So really unapplied to undertake my internship in Mount Gambier as my wife was from the region and at that time was working as a primary school teacher in Millicent, which is about 30 minutes from Mount Gambier at the time. And Associate Professor Wickman and the the general surgery unit here in Mount Gambia really took me under their wing from my first rotation working here as an intern in 2017. And since then, I've undertaken rotations as an intern, resident medical officer, now registrar on the unit. And I've also been fortunate enough to undertake some research as well under the supervision of the team here. They've really taken an active interest in my training and development as a junior doctor and they've really been instrumental in in coaching me to gain entry into the SET training program for general surgery in Australia and then mentoring me to eventually become a rural general surgeon. Well, you may have already answered this, Matt, but what made you want to train as a rural surgeon? Yeah, I think, as I've said earlier, it's a combination of my background and positive experiences throughout medical school and now as a junior doctor. Throughout my whole of my medical school, I've been quite proactive in ensuring that I maintain that connection with my rural background. And that can include, you know, ensuring I go back home during holiday breaks in university or playing football back for my home football team on the Air Peninsula, which is Nye Yulana. So I think just maintaining that connection has been sort of pivotal. Mm. Well, for any rural doctors that might be listening to this who are interested in surgery, any advice? Yeah, I think, I mean, I'm obviously very biased, but I think they should go for it. I mean, it's a career that's rewarding, has a great deal of variety, can be exciting and will definitely offer you that work-life balance You know, if you're interested, you should undertake rotations in rural general surgery as a medical student or junior doctor and really try and identify and find those mentors that you need to help you to make it happen. Mm. 
Well, finally, when you have a break on the weekends, if you have weekends or any other time, what do you like to do outside of surgery? Yeah, most of my time outside of work commitments is spent with my wife, Beck, and daughter, Sophia. Sophia is 16 months old and certainly keeps us busy. She's becoming ever so cheeky and definitely growing up very, very quickly. I also enjoy cooking and enjoy using my rotisserie where I frequently cook a whole lamb or pig on a weekend. And I've always been quite heavily involved in sport and played football up until 2018. I was lucky enough to win three A-grade premierships in a row with my two brothers for my home football club on the Air Peninsula. And then also fourth in Mount Gambier for East Gambier Football Club in 2017. And I found this was a great way to really meet people in Mount Gambier from outside of work. I think it's very important to try and maintain these relationships with friends outside of work and, and maintain your hobbies to ensure that your hard work is sustainable in the long term. Mm, sounds idyllic. And Matthias, have you taken up footy? No, I haven't. My daughter has, though, <laughs> which I find quite amusing. Uh, no, I played soccer when I was a young man quite a bit in tennis, but that was all in Germany. So since I came here, I really have uh, been doing gardening and uh, ride my bicycle. But certainly my major pastime outside work is, is gardening. Yeah, or actually being more like a infrastructure man in the garden. My wife is the gardener. I just put the water where she wants it and the electricity where she wants it. Yeah. <laughs> Good climate and weather for gardening too. Yeah, definitely one of the draw cards for my wife to come back here again if she had the choice to go somewhere else would be certainly the weather here, which is uh, very much supportive of uh, gardening, yeah. Associate Professor Matthias Wickman and Dr Matthew Watson. RAC's post-op podcast is brought to you with the compliments of the Royal Australasian College of Surgeons and leading financial services organisation, the Bongiorno National Network, the preferred choice for medical professionals across Australia. You can reach the Bongiorno National Network on plus 613 9863 3111.